Welcome to the Fidget TV Network. This is Elder Newsom. Uh, we want to welcome all of you as subscribers to our YouTube and Facebook social media channels. We just want to uh, extend our uh, thank you to each and every one of our listening audience. And we want to say to the people of God, please continue to follow us as we expound on the Word of God on a weekly basis. Our air times are on Monday from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. And on Wednesdays, we start at about 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Please join us there weekly. On Friday, we have our prayer touch and agree hour. So if you have any prayer requests or any petitions that you'd like to have uh, connected or touch and agree with, please join us there. We hope to see you soon. So remember to subscribe and we hope to see you there. God bless you.
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. Uh, God bless you on this wonderful Wednesday. Uh, we bring you greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is the head of our life. Uh, we want to give honor to our honorable pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, Sr. of the Pentecostal Power Church and to our First Lady, Lady Paulette Murchison, and to my own lovely wife, Missionary Newsom. Uh, truly, we thank and praise God for what God is yet doing for us. And uh, we want to uh, start out with our sidebar as uh, we greet you on today. And we want to thank all of our viewers and subscribers for tuning into the broadcast on this week. Um, we do have um, a beautiful topic that we're talking about. We're at the uh, second root. And we're talking about the six roots of discipleship. And we're at the root number two, which is under um, the entire uh, heading of devotion. So we're going to talk about devotion. Uh, Monday, we talked about spiritual growth. Uh, today, we're going to talk a little bit about spiritual growth. And then we're going to talk about Bible study. Uh, we're going to talk about Bible study, why it's needed and uh, why it is necessary for uh, each and every believer. And so that's one of the things that we're going to talk about today, but we want to get our sidebar. I want to thank and praise God for the revival services on this uh, month. Uh, I want to thank God for uh, service on last night. Uh, we uh, did not um, uh, do all that was in our heart to do just due to the limitation of time, but we thank and praise God for our pastor granting us the opportunity to share a word uh, of encouragement with the people of God and some things that we need uh, just to be able to uh, get the things that God has for us. You know, we talked about the zigzag experience and, you know, our, our, our theme or our title yesterday was I'm going to get my stuff. And I was dealing with it on a spiritual level, you know, because, um, uh, this is just my sidebar. We, uh, before we got saved and even after we are saved, we desire things in this life and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but the word of God ascribes to us, and John, uh, I believe John 4 and 15, he says, love not the world and neither the things that's in the world. We know we're in the world and we're not of the world. And that's things we desire, but we have to have things in its proper priority. And so these are some of the things that we're going to talk about as we talk about spiritual growth. Um, we must be devoted. And I'm just, it's just a sidebar. And then we're going to get into a, our teachings mode, but after we have prayer, but we know we must be devoted to God. And devotion starts uh, even before we get to the house of God. We must uh, spend time. You know, we uh, the Macmillan Dictionary talks about uh, lots of time being spent in a particular area as it relates to devotion. And so when we're uh, when we're devoted to something, we spend a lot of time uh, uh, with uh, God. And in the thing that we say we love, and if we're not spending a lot of time or we're not spending any time with God, then uh, we need to probably take some time to strengthen our devotion because we know, you know, uh, there's personal devotion, uh, there's family devotion, and then there's corporate devotion. So we're going to talk about some of those things, but we just want to say as a sidebar, uh, we must spend time. Uh, in in and with the things of God. Otherwise, they will become uh, foreign to us and then we'll become vain in our own 
imagination as they did in Romans chapter one and a foolish heart was darkened. And so we can get deceived into thinking uh, that we're somewhere that we're not if we're not uh, exercising uh, the uh, the things that God would have us to exercise on the spiritual side of things. And so the process of spending a lot of time and energy on a particular activity, uh, prayer should be a part uh, of our devotion. Reading our word should be a part of our devotion. Uh, preparing our hearts, even especially those that are musicians and those that are gifted and talented uh, to be minstrels before the Lord and and lead praise and worship service. You know, we should uh, be preparing our hearts uh, uh, not for the people, but for to go before the awesome presence of God. And these are some of the things where our focus has shifted as it relates to devotion. And we can find ourselves being servants of men and not servants of God. But when, when even if our, even if our, uh, and I, I couldn't sing the song like I wanted to sing last night, you know, anointing, you know, the anointing, you know, it's the anointing that makes the difference in our lives. And so even if my voice is cracking, after a while, the anointing going to come in and I'm going to be able to get in tune with the Holy Ghost. And that's the most important thing. And we don't want to be a scripted church. We don't want to be a church full of theatrics and become a Hollywood environment where we're acting instead of really having that connection and that relationship that bonds us in the spirit and causes God to get the glory. Praise God. And I, I'm going to get out of this sidebar thing and we're going to get ready to get into prayer and start teaching. But I just want to say devotion is very, very important. And we must make sure we pursue habits that will shape our lives and, and shape the lives of others toward God. All right. And so these are some of the things that we must do and we must have a longing for God. Hmm? Uh, anytime you've been out of church, you know, I just use a point, you know, if you've been out of church a whole week and you don't feel no longing for God and fellowship with the saints, you got to check and see what uh, what's going on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm going to be hollering down there like that man in that hole that's working down there, you know, in that hole. You know, the people that work on the street, there's one standing on the top and there's one down the hole. You okay down there? And that's what we need to be doing. We need to be making sure everything is okay on the inside of us so we can have that connection and that relationship that God can respond to. Praise God. And if we're not getting no response through the spirit, uh, we we must be spiritually dead. And so we don't want to be spiritually dead. We want to be those lively stones built up a spiritual house that should show forth the praises of God. And so those are the things that we want to do. So we're going to get into uh, prayer, but I do want to thank God for my pastor, uh, you know, just allowing and affording uh, us the opportunity to share in the revival this month uh, because uh, uh, he didn't have to do that. And we thank God for him. Uh, allotting us an opportunity, even though we didn't uh, do as great of a job, I think I should have done. But we uh, pray that God uh, get the glory and that we uh, got across uh, some of the vital points uh, that uh, the Lord wanted us to share. But uh, those are some things that came across my heart. But I wanted to um, say to all of the saints that we love them and 
I want to look at the camera when I say this. I want to say to all the saints that I love them and we want the best for the people of God. And uh, there is not, um, you know, sometimes we're not as favorable. Uh, and I can say this, sometimes we're not as favorable with some as we are others, but that doesn't make a difference with me. We got to have the love of Jesus. And so whether I'm favorable or not to you, I, I love you with the love of Christ because uh, it's very important that we prepare ourselves for getting out of here. You know, uh, everybody didn't love Jesus. You know, everybody uh, don't love my bishop and he has to uh, be at a level in God where he's able to minister in all types of environment and know that, hey, I'm doing this uh, uh, because I love God. I'm doing this because I love the people. And these are the things that we must be uh, shaped for if we're going to work in ministry, because if if every little thing, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, you know, uh, pulls you out of the realm of spirituality, then, you know, this is going to be a bigger fight for you. And you're going to have to build up uh, yourself to get some strength in the Holy Ghost to be able to uh, deal with some of these things that we're facing in these last and evil days. So we want to pray for our families. That's what we want to do today. We want to pray for our families. Let us pray for uh, our sick that's among us. Let's pray for those, uh, uh, Deacon Thomas, uh, Mary Thomas, and let us pray for uh, the people of God uh, as they grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we want to uh, continually uh, pray for those that are uh, confined to their homes and their spaces that they can't uh, really do as they desire to do, do their, their health condition and issues. Let us pray for them, the weak and the feeble, especially those that are confined to their homes. Remember all of our mothers in prayer, our deacons, our ministers, and all of our evangelists, as well as the people of God, even our viewers and subscribers, uh, especially those of you that don't know Christ and the pardon of your sins. We thank you for tuning into this broadcast, and we hope that you will stay until uh, the uh, end of the broadcast. Hopefully we'll be done by one o'clock, but we want to thank you for joining us today, and we want to let you know you're in our prayers uh, first and foremost, all of uh, those that uh, we're uh, praying for that are not saved and those that desire to be saved, and even those of you that are saved, even those that are your weak, those that are backslidden, we're praying that the Lord our God will give us all the strength we need that we'll be prepared for heaven. And so uh, there's some pulling off we all got to do, but we need to get in a hurry, praise God, because knowing the time now is high time to awake out of sleep. So we need to be praying uh, and be in our prayer closet, uh, praying for one another. And uh, we got some vices that we're up against and there's no time to be neglecting uh, God. Uh, there's no no time to be neglecting one another, and we need to make sure that we're dealing with hostility. We're dealing with quarrels. We're dealing with jealousy. We're dealing with anger, uh, self-ambition, divisiveness. People are full of conceit in these last days. Some people fill with murder. They'll kill you with their mouth. Uh, idolatry. People got demonic activities going on in their hearts and minds. We need to pray for all these things. People are dr in, in drunkenness. You got some in the church, they're in adultery. Oh, they ain't been in the bed with nobody, but they their eyes is filled with adultery. And so these are different things that we're dealing with in the church. You know, some are cheating. Some are filled with homosexuality. Uh, some got greed. Some of them, the only thing they're there for is for what they can get, praise God. 
Many followed Jesus for the lows, but they didn't follow him for his truth that he was giving them. Uh, some are in the church and they're stealing. And you got a lot of lying going on in the body of Christ. And so these are the things that we must work on. These are vices. huh? But let me give you some virtues that we must grip to. And these are the things that we're praying for. We're praying not for the vices, but we're praying for the virtues of God. We need to have more love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness. And most of all, we need to have self-control. And so these are the things that we're going to be praying to praying to God for and about for the people of God and for the body of Christ, uh, that we may have the spiritual growth and the devotion uh, would be at a level that will be acceptable to God. You know, David said, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. We got to make sure the things that uh, we uh, uh, the way we walk before the Lord that is acceptable uh, unto him. And so that's, those are the things that we want to pray for. Remember our presider, assistant presider and their wives. Uh, let us pray for our Bishop Emeritus, Bishop Scott and the Scott family, as well as brother Andrew Lee and uh, Ann Lee and uh, sister Doris there and Bishop Jones, Bishop Mark Jones and uh, first lady Jones there in Florida and all the saints that are there. Let us continue to pray for uh, elder Michael Sims. Uh, let us pray that God will continue to strengthen him. Pray for the uh, Men of Valor Conference, the Brotherhood, the Men Conference that's coming up in another week or two, a couple weeks. Uh, let us pray for the men, that God will bring the men together and strengthen us as we come together to lift up God on the first part of this year. And so let us uh, go before his throne. Eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus, Lord, as we come before thy throne and before thee, O God, we thank you today. Lord, we give you glory. We give you praise. Lord, we give you thanks today. Lord, because you're worthy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So worthy, O oh God, of all the glory and honor we can offer you. And as we come before your throne of grace, we want to give thanks to your name. I want to thank you for the people of God. I want to thank you for salvation. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. For allowing us, O oh God, with life, health, and strength. Oh, God, in our right mind to be here on the broadcast today. Father, touch us right now with your finger of love. Continue to direct us, lead and guide us in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. As we, oh God, humble ourselves and submit ourselves to the Holy Spirit. Lead and guide us. Direct us, Heavenly Father. Give us the words that will edify and give life. And oh, God, that will strengthen the body of Christ in the name of Jesus that would edify Oh, God, unto edification, we thank you right now. Father, we give you glory and praise and honor the requests and prayers that, oh, God, that's been, oh, God, oh, God, submitted, oh, God, over the social media channels that we will continue to acknowledge, oh, God, the requests and the prayers of the saints. Look on our families, oh, God, our loved ones. Look on, oh, God, my oldest brother. Look on, oh, God, my sister, God. Look on my, oh, God, family as a whole. In the name of Jesus, God, we ask you to touch and you would save right now. In the precious name of Jesus, oh God, look on, oh God, our sister churches, oh God, oh God, in the name of Jesus, bless our pastor and first lady, Lord God, bless all of the saints, oh God, bless the viewers, oh God, bless those that are not saved, God, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, that they would be encouraged, oh God, oh God, to submit, oh God, their questions and submit, oh God, hallelujah, God, their concerns, that they might, oh God, get a better understanding, oh God, about, oh God, who you are and how to be devoted. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, that you might get the true worship 
oh God, that you, oh God, will receive in spirit and in truth. We thank you for it right now. And God, we pray thy blessing in the name of Jesus. We ask, so God, you would heal those that's in need of healing, deliver those that are in need of deliverance, save those that are in need of salvation. And Father, we'll be careful to give you all the glory and the praise. Help us to decrease that your anointing may increase. And Father, we forever thank you. We give you all the glory and the praise and the glory shall be thine. These are another blessing we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen and amen. Praise God. Amen. So we thank God for, amen, the uh, prayer that's been prayed. And now we want to get into uh, just a little bit of spiritual growth. We're going to back up a little bit and go back to uh, Galatians chapter four. We're going to exhort you there. And then we're going to get into Bible study as we talk about devotion. Uh, And before we uh, get into Galatians, I just want to bring Cornelius up. He was a devout uh, man. Uh, he was not saved, but he was a devout man. And, uh, he gave alms, you know, uh, another part of our devotion, uh, is, uh, our, our stewardship. A lot of times we don't include that in devotion. Uh, but, uh, even Abraham, uh, was devoted so much so to God that he paid a, a tenth of his spoil to Melchizedek. And so we too, if we have true devotion, we must teach uh, that uh, the principle of giving is still right uh, in the church. I know a lot of people say, you know, only thing the preacher wants is money, but that is not true. The church needs money to operate. And so uh, part of our devotion should be uh, uh, attached to uh, some type of stewardship. All right. And so I, I have to touch that because these are some of the uh, foundational points uh, that we must uh, have uh, to uh, continue to have spiritual growth. And so uh, uh, Cornelius, as it relate, relates to uh, his stewardship, he gave alms and he gave alms uh, so much so that it came up as a memorial uh, to God and uh as it came up to a memorial to God, uh, the law was dealing with Pastor Peter uh, with a vision. And the sheet came down before him. And I'm not going to talk about this, but I just want to bring the point. And uh, Peter had some struggles under interpreting what he was seeing. And, and he saw all these unclean, four-feeted beasts and creeping things and different stuff. And he was calling it unclean. But God was preparing his heart to go down uh, to Cornelius' house and give a word to his house that he be able to receive and be saved. Uh, And so uh, I want to let people know that just because uh, we can't give our way to get in heaven, but we must uh, have stewardship as it relates to a part of our devotion. And so there must be a process of spending time with God. The less time we spend with God, the less devoted we will become. All right. So I, I, I don't want to uh, get too far off base here because I want to stay with the topic and I want to get into the Bible study part of our, our devotion. You know, um, I can say this uh, when we uh, received of the Lord and we got saved and uh, back in the day and even now, uh, we still teach this principle. My pastor still teach these principles 
that we must be faithful to God and we must uh, uh, attend Bible study, Bible class. There must be some uh, uh, doctrine part of our, our um, learning. And so if there's doctrine simply means teaching. And so if we're not receiving teaching uh, of the word of God, uh, then we're just going to uh, not have very much, uh, how can I say, much virtue and understanding as it relates to how we're supposed to live uh, once we've received this truth. And so, uh, you know, the devil is in the details. And so when you come to Bible study, uh, you get the details of how to see the devil. Sometimes we can't see the devil without having a better understanding of the word. And this is why the word of God said, uh, Paul said, I wouldn't have you to be ignorant. I believe scripture says there, Paul, I believe it's, it was it was Paul or Peter. He said, I wouldn't have you to be ignorant concerning the devil devices. And so uh, God, God wouldn't have us to be ignorant. We're ignorant simply because of Philippians 4, you know, Philippians 4 and 6 said, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. It's not because the knowledge is not provided, but it's because we reject coming to Bible class. We reject the opportunities that we have to learn about God. You know, Matthew 11, uh, 25 there, down through there, he says, come unto me all that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I'm meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest for your soul. So it's very important that we get the teachings of Christ. And Jesus himself taught the disciples. So this is why Bible study is important. But we want to talk about uh, Galatians 4. And we're going to talk about spiritual growth for a minute. And we're going to jump on over to Bible study. But I need to touch again in Galatians 4 19, how Apostle Paul was concerned for the Galatians. He was talking about their devotion. If you go to Acts 17, Paul went to this uh, uh, service that they were having on Mars Hill. And he said, I beheld their devotion. Hmm? And they had a sign they held up in the back to the unknown God. And that was an opportunity for him to preach Christ under them. And he told them that, to the unknown God, that's the one they should be serving. And now everybody didn't under, everybody didn't receive that. There were some Epicureans there. Everybody didn't receive the word, but there were some that did. And they were able to be captivated and began to change how they served all oh, glory be to God, the true and living God, because some people don't, don't know no better. And so it's very important that you take advantage of the opportunity to help somebody else grow spiritually hmm? and that they may grow into a deeper sense of knowledge and understanding of the Lord Jesus Christ. All right. And so here, here we are, we're going to go Gal Galatians chapter four. Let's take a look. We're going to go to four and, uh, about uh let's see galatians 4 and uh let's go to 4 and 8 and we'll read down we're going to read down a little bit we're going to read quite a bit of this we're going to read at least almost uh half of this chapter so we're going to read from 4 and 8 until about maybe um uh, 19. i think that's where we're going to go all right so we're going to go to 4 and 8 to about uh 19. he says here how be it then when you knew God, you did service unto them. No, I'm sorry. Let's go back. I'm reading a little bit too fast here. When you knew not God, there was a time before we got saved, we didn't know God. And we did service by nature 
to the things and the stuff that was not a God to us. We did service to it. We were faithful to it. Mm? We were faithful going to the bars. We were faithful going to uh, uh, the ball games and the carnal things that we loved. Mm? Going to the disco or whatever, you know, maybe, well, maybe that's a little bit far back. Going to the prom and uh, going to the, you know, special events. We we did those things faithfully. Mm? Uh, the birthday party, we're throwing a house party. We were there at the house party, praise God. Mm? And we were faithful. We didn't miss. Mm? Now, here's the thing. Paul is bringing this to the Galatian, to the to the new converts here, to the church. He says, how be it? He makes a contrast here. When you knew not God, you did service unto the things which were by nature are no gods. You you reverence those things more then than you do now. This is the contrast he makes. When you wasn't saved, you were more faithful to the uh, ungodly stuff. And now that you are saved, oh, glory be to God. Let's take a look. He says, how be it? Then when you knew not God, you did service unto the things by nature that are no gods. Hmm? Uh, uh, by nature are no gods. He said, but now, after that you have known God, or rather are known of God, how turn you again to the weak and beggarly elements? Hmm? Whereunto you desire again to be in bondage. In Galatians 5, he tells them to stand fast in the liberty where Christ has made them free and be not entangled with the yoke of bondage. If you're going to be devoted to God, we got to make a decision. Who we going to serve, what side we going to be on. Elijah had to do it in Kings chapter, I believe, uh, 17 or 18 there he had to do it in first Kings 17 or 18 there uh elijah had to do it up on mount carmel he said why halt you between two opinions if god be god let's serve him if baal be baal serve him i'm trying to get somewhere here this is what devotion has to deal with whatever you devoted to we were taught bishop taught us as young uh saints and believers that what you feed is what's gonna grow hmm? And we got to make sure that we're feeding the right man, the spiritual man, the inward man. The outward man should perish, but the inward man should be renewed day by day. Spiritual growth, devotion must be committed to the cause of God. Look at this and the things of God. He said, but now after that, you have known God or rather known are known of God. How ye turn again to the weak and beggarly elements whereunto ye desire again to be in bondage. You observe days and months and times and years. Hmm? Like I said, we got it marked on the calendar. I'm going to that birthday party. Look, he said, I'm afraid of you. Paul says here to them, this is this is alarming here. If you take if you take a look at Galatians 4 and 11, this is alarming. He says, I'm afraid of you, lest I have bestowed upon you labor in vain. Hmm? All this teaching, all this preaching, all this exercising uh, uh, and uh, godly example before you. Did I do all this in vain? This is how he's bringing it to him. He said, brethren, I beseech you 
be as I am, for I am as ye are. Ye have not injured me at all. Hmm? He said, you ain't hurting me. Oh, glory be to God. Some people think they hurting you because they not being obedient. Hmm? Oh, because they ain't, you know, oh, glory be to God. I know because they ain't walking straight a straight line. You ain't hurting me. Look at this. He said, you know how through infirmity of the flesh, I preached the gospel unto you at first. You know how I came to you. Hmm? I came to you in love with concern, great concern. Look, and he says, and my temptation, which was in my flesh, ye despised not, nor rejected, but received me as an angel of God, even as Jesus Christ. They was, they was full of zeal and, and they, they, they had a hunger and a thirst uh, that they desired to know more about Christ. And they received Paul as he was an angel of God. Oh, glory be to God. As Jesus Christ himself, they received him. Oh, glory be to God. Look how Paul brings it to them. He brings it to them in such a way that they had to really entreat. Oh, glory be to God. The encouragement that he was trying to bring this uh, contrast to them. Look, he said, where is then the blessedness you spake of? Where's these works you spoke of? Hmm? You, you, you know, where's these works you spoke of? For I bear you record that if it had been possible, oh, glory be to God. He said, if it had been possible, you would have all plucked out your own eyes and given them to me. That's a sacrifice, isn't it? That's some devotion right there. Hmm? Oh, glory be to God. They were so concerned about God and the things of God and even the men of God that they would have even given their eyes to him. Hmm? Hmm? Glory be to God. Look at this. And he says here, you would have given them to me. Am I therefore become your enemy? Look at this uh, spiritual growth. He, he brings this contrast. Have I become your enemy because I tell you the truth? This is where we are today. People are offended because of truth. Hmm? Why are we offended as saints of God? Saints of God are supposed to love the truth. Hmm? And if we don't love the truth, hmm? how are we going to be saved? Hmm? We cannot be saved without the truth. Oh, glory be to God. Because truth brings life. Look at this. He said, I am the way, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. You cannot have life without the truth. You can't have you can't have truth without having life. They're inseparable. They're interchangeable. But I want to show you something. Paul, uh, he was talking about false teachers, experts in Judaism and Christianity appealing to believers huh and uh they that were wrong uh their motives they that were wrong their motives wasn't right and 
Sometimes if our motive's not right, uh, we can be looked upon as not being authentic if our motives is not right. Uh, sometimes we uh, look at these false teachers. Uh, they can be, uh, sometimes they can present themselves as respectable. Sometimes they can be very persuasive. Hmm? But no matter how fast a person talks and how good they talk, and how uh, how eloquent their speech is, it's got to be backed up by scripture. This is why we can't just come in and let people impress us and just mold over us, you know, uh, with scripture. And then it's not backed up with no type of substance. Hmm? Because this, this is what we got now. We got teachers with itching ears. Hmm? So we must be devoted to God enough that we will pursue uh God in such a way that our heart will be toward God. Hmm? Not only just having uh, knowledge puffed up, but our hearts must be in the thing that we say we love. Now, look, Paul says here, he says, am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? Paul says here, uh, he didn't gain them through popularity. He didn't gain the the believers through trying to impress them and persuade them. This is why uh, it's very important. You know, you know, as young preachers and teachers, when we preach and teach, we're not trying to impress nobody. Praise God. Hmm? If the word don't give an impression, then you ain't going to be impressed. All oh, glory be to God, because our job is to proclaim truth. Praise God. Hmm? And God has to be able to change that person. We can't change anybody. Our lives are transformed through the gospel of Christ. And Paul did not gain any popularity. Hmm? He wasn't looking for no popularity when he corrected the Galatians. Everybody think rebuke is a real terrible thing. Uh, my pastor corrects me all the time. And I don't frown upon it as if. He's trying to kill me. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. Huh? Because I know what Ephesians 4 and 11 say. God has given us the pastor and gave us these fivefold ministries for the perfecting of the saints. And his job is to perfect us. Oh, glory be to God. Let me get out of here. I got to go. And so in spiritual growth and devotion, we got to know why these things are in the church. Why? Why they're so important, why they're essential. What's the fundamental principle of these things being in operation? And think about this. If you grew up in life, never got any correction, no direction, uh, naturally so. If, if you grew up without in school without any type of correction or, 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 or direction, think about it spiritually now, how devastating that would be. So we must we must look at these things as helpful tools to aid us in our spirituality as we grow in Christ. So uh, let's take a look. Paul was not trying to trying to impress them. Uh, he was dealing with the point of the Galatians turning away from their faith. Hmm? 
This is what we must be looking at as we look at spiritual growth and devotion. When we see people turn away from their faith, they're getting weak in their service that they render toward God. We can see their devotion dwindling. You get in the church and you can't even lift your hands up to the Lord. Hmm? Oh, glory be God. I'm not saying we, we all have things that we deal with, but I'm saying when this becomes uh, uh, day in and day out, day in and day out uh, actions that we're living out and we're not, we're not, we're not uh, ascribed to getting the strength that we need from God by going to the altar, you know, and then we, you know, oh, glory be to God. We get farther and farther away from God. Hmm? So Paul was uh, dealing with the Galatians from turning away from their first faith in Christ. He was dealing with when they first received, praise God. And uh, as we look at this, flesh hasn't changed very much. Hmm? We still get angry when we get scolded or corrected. Hmm? Uh, but we don't write somebody off that challenges us to go higher. Hmm? We don't write them off. Hmm? We have to sometimes do like uh, the young man that uh, had leprosy. Laman had leprosy. And his servant encouraged him and kind of corrected him in an encouraging way, said, hey, he didn't ask you to do nothing difficult. If it was been something, you know, difficult, you know, I, you, I would have to agree with you. But he just said, only thing you got to do is dip in the Jordan seven times and you'll be clean. And sometimes it'd be our own attitude that stops our deliverance. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? Sometimes we got the wrong attitude or action toward, oh, our, our, our glory be to God toward our exit. And, and, and a lot of time we will be uh, delivered a lot sooner, a lot faster. Hmm? If we would take the, uh, the guidance, if we would take the counsel that's given, but we keep ascribing to doing it our own way. So this is why we must be devoted to God. Hmm? We got to prepare our hearts before we get to service. We got to prepare our, prepare our minds First thing we do when we get up in the morning, we should thank God. We should pray. We should call on God. We should spend time in the word with God. And then we should spend time meditating on his word. Hmm? Psalms 1 says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standing in the way of sinners, nor sitting in the seat of the scornful, but his delight. Where is your delight? Hmm? I can show you your devotion by what you delight in. Hmm? He said, but my delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law do I meditate both day and night. And I shall be like a tree. Are you waving like a sea, like the wave in the sea? Or are you like that tree? When the wind blow, it leans and then straighten right back up. Glory. Hmm? He said, and I shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water and shall bring for fruit in this season. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? Are you bring oh, are you bringing forth fruit to God? Hmm? No matter what season you in, spring, summer, fall, or autumn or even drought. Hmm? 
you got to bring forth fruit. Hmm? But look at this. Paul was bringing this to them. He was teaching. Uh, he was teaching why all teaching need to be checked against the Bible. Hmm? Even though all scripture is given by the inspiration of God, it need to be backed up by scripture. Hmm? All glory be to God. So anything that we read in scripture, you got to be able to back it up by scripture. And Paul was saying, be careful of these of the false teaching. This is how we make sure we got good spiritual growth and devotion toward God because it's got to be backed up by scripture. Huh? Uh, let me say this and then I got to move on. I'm going to go down here uh, to verse number 17. They zealously affect you, but not well. Yea, they exclude you that ye might affect them. But it is good to be zealously affected, always in a good thing. And not only when I am present with you. My little children of whom I travail and birth again until Christ be formed in you. I desire to be present with you now and to change my voice for I stand in doubt of you. You know, Paul has some concerns. He has some concerns about the spiritual growth of the Galatian church. There were some things that were good. And there were some things he had some concerns about. And I look, I look at uh, revelations. You know, I look at uh, my pastor when he preaches and teaches. Yeah, there are some things we're doing good in. But there are some things that raise concerns, spiritual concerns of the overseer. You know, the Holy Ghost is the overseer. But I'm saying the under shepherds that oversee in the ministry. You know, there are some things that come to the leader's uh, attention. Oh, glory be to God. Everybody else shouting over it, but the leader sees something else. Oh, glory be to God. I got to get out of here. Hmm? The pastor sees something else. Is he spiritually growing right? Uh, is he taking heed to the word or is he just coming uh, and becoming a forgetful here? Oh, glory be to God. And there are some things, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to encourage not only myself but i'm trying to encourage all believers there are some things we need to make a note of when our pastor's up teaching and preaching there are several things when he when he emphasizes that i make a note of it hmm? and i go back and study it because when he emphasizes on something he he went over something a second time again and i'm like this is alarming this means this is me you need to get this brother Newsom. now i'm not i'm not ascribing I, i'm not ascribing this to nobody else I must get the rake. Hmm? You might grab the shovel, but I'm going to get the rake. I'm going to rake it in. But look, he had noticed something again to me and Elder Thompson, and we, we, I think we got it. <laughs> you know, I think we got it now. But he was letting us know as young preachers, this is where things are now. And so, you know, and we can't just let it go over our head. Oh, glory be to God. I got to get out of here. And so as it relates to devotion and spiritual growth, you got to 
have habits. Some habits are good. I'm not saying just be habit forming is, is spirituality, but there are some good habits. You know, give you an example, being on time for work. That's, that's a good habit. Why? Because you can transfer that over spiritually. If you can be at work on time, you can be at church on time. Oh, I know. I ain't gonna get no help. So some things, some things are good. Huh? Uh, being dedicated, being committed. If you can do it naturally, it can be transferred over spiritually. Praise God. It's first natural, then spiritual. So there are some qualities that we can use that God can use for spiritual growth. But our heart got to be shaped toward God. If our heart is not shaped toward God and we're not doing it because we love God, if we're just doing it out of duty, all oh, glory be to God. Huh? The preacher says, fear God and keep his commandments for this is the whole duty of man. We, we gotta, we gotta do this because we love God. All oh, glory be to God. I love God. You don't love God. What's wrong with you? Oh, glory be to God. Cause if you don't love God, you, oh, I don't know. Mm. The enemy must be on your track because I love God. And so because we love God, we will respond in such a way that will produce fruit unto God and cause us to spiritually grow. So now we're going to get into Bible class. I wanted to cover that because it's so important that we must commune with God. We must have compassion and there must be a connection. Three C's in the Holy Spirit. Hmm? If the Holy Spirit don't draw you no closer, hmm? don't convict you, don't push you. When you miss Bible class, oh, and oh, glory be to God. Hmm? And I know sometimes, sometimes, you know, some environments are set to make it conducive, you know, hey, you know, uh, I know, you know, what leadership does sometimes. They set certain bases, you know, of administration to kind of, uh, you know, give us a, a, how can I say, a, a, a plumb line, so to speak, to walk by. Okay. You know, hey, come to Bible class, you know, a couple nights a week. You know, if you're going to be in this auxiliary, uh, you know, you need to be in Bible class at least once a week. Hmm? Some of us, we get to the point where we still love singing and we ain't been to Bible class in a month. Where's your conviction? Where's your devotion? Hmm? Some of us, we hop over there on the keyboard and the drum and we don't even pray before we get over there on it. Is that flesh? You know, is, is that me doing this or am I devoting my talent to God? Hmm? God don't need your gift. I, I got to get out of here. I got to go. I got to get out of here. Sometimes we think God need us. We need God. I got to get out of here. And we, hey, this ain't the big, bad and ugly. Huh? Who do you think you are? Mr. Big Stuff. We need to humble ourselves before holy God and be devoted, hmm? be devoted enough before I touch this instrument, I'm going to pray. Hmm? So, so, so I can be anointed because the anointing makes the difference in our lives. Glory. I got to get out of here. Huh? 
even as ministers, before I pray for anybody, I was taught by the older ministers, you need to have a connection with God. You need to pray yourself. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? You need to be in prayer before God. Oh, you need to be before God. Before Oh, glory be to God. Before you get before the people. And God has set it up that way in the Old Testament. Was the priest was supposed to minister. Oh, glory be to God. In the outer court before he went into the inner court. Praise God. Hmm? And so there are some things, first things first. But look at this. It's very important, though, that we would pursue God. Hmm? We would seek God and that he would get the glory. He would get the first fruits of our increase. Hmm? You know, we need to humble ourselves more. Brother Newsom, I'm talking to Brother Newsom now. Need to humble myself more and give myself over to God that he might get the glory. Hmm? Let's look at Bible study. If we're going to spiritually grow and have true devotion and spiritual growth, we must attend Bible study. Hmm? We must study the Bible and apply its truth to our lives. But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. Let's go to uh, a very, very familiar past scripture. Let's go to Timothy. I want to go to a very, very familiar pastor scripture. And the phone is ringing, but we, we can't answer that right now. Uh, yeah. So we, we're, we're in the middle. Uh, yeah, we, we're in the middle of this. And so we want to go to Timothy. I just want to uh, have you take a look at something here. Let's take a look. First Timothy, uh, let's see. Uh, no, we're going to go to Second Timothy 2. Second Timothy 2. All right. Let's go to Second Timothy chapter 2. When you're a good worker, you're not ashamed of your work. Hmm? You know, when you're a good worker, you're not ashamed of your work. You know, the work you do, you don't lay claim to somebody else's work. And, and then hide your work and say, oh, my work was shambles. And I'm going to go over there and point to the supervisor and say, this was my work. These are the parts I produce. And you and somebody else's work area. You don't even work in that area. Come on. We got to be, uh, we got to have uh, confidence and not be ashamed of our work. What do you mean, Elder Newsom? That means how we render service and how we uh, represent, how we walk before God. If we're ashamed of how we're walking before God, then we, if our conscience condemn us, God is greater than our conscience. So we have a reason to be ashamed. Then we need to go back and uh, make some corrective actions. Right. And so let's take a look at Bible study. Bible study prepares us uh, not only to learn, but have a better understanding of what God uh, wants us to apply and how he wants us to apply uh, the truth to our lives. All right. And uh, let's take a look. Let's go to uh, Timothy 2 and uh, let's go to Timothy 2 and uh, 15. He says, study to show thyself to prove unto God. A workman needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. As we talk about Bible study, we got to apply his truth to our lives. He says, rightly dividing the word of truth uh, to rightly divide. Uh, 
helps us to understand truth hmm? and helps us to understand what it means. To rightly divide means uh, uh, we must study the word of God so that we can understand what it means. That's what rightly divide means. Having a study where you can get down into these words and get a dictionary, get a thesaurus, huh? get a concordance out and break these words down so you can understand what they mean. Hmm? Don't just sit in Bible class and let the pastor, let the preacher, let the teachers, even me on this broadcast, let me give you scriptures and then you don't go and, you know, break it down and reference it. Study means to take time. All right. Study don't mean to just mull over. You know, you know, from high school, you know, from elementary, you know, from college. Study means to go farther in depth. OK, it means to get a greater understanding and definitions. All right. To get the full meaning and representation. Of a particular uh, thought. Huh? Or a particular paragraph. OK, so let's take a look here. He says here study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Rightly dividing meaning I got the proper understanding of what this means. Hmm? Not just going on, well, this is what the preacher said. It ain't what the preacher said. What did God say about it? Praise God. What did the word say? Hmm? And we, I know we re repeat a lot of things that our pastors and our leaders say, and that's a good thing. That's a good reference point. But did you go back and study it for yourself? That's the question. Bible study is important. When you come to Bible study, bring your Bible with you. Bring, a, if you know, everybody, everybody don't have the photographic memory. Uh, I don't want to claim to have it, but I can retain a little bit. And so you may not see me with a pen or paper, but I'm making mental notes. And when I uh, go back to my study, I'm going back to those notes. And then sometimes uh, Sister Newsom will take the note down for me. And then I'll go back, Sister Newsom, what, what was that scripture Bishop wrote, uh, quoted? Because I need that scripture. Hmm? But you need to understand, I'm making note. <laughs> All glory be to God. Huh? You may not you may not see it, but I'm I'm taking note and I'm going back to study what the pastor said. Why? It's because he wants me to study. All oh, glory be God. And there were plenty of times, and still today, I can go to Pastor right now and ask him a scriptorial question, and he will not give me the full answer. And I appreciate that. You know, a lot of times people want the pastor to give them everything, but some things he didn't give me in uh district elder turn. Huh? When we was elders coming up, ministers coming up, some things he didn't give us. Why? Because he wanted us to go back and study it. Glory. I got to get out of here. I got to go. Huh? He didn't give us a lot of freebies. Sometimes he did, though. Sometimes he did, like Jesus did the disciples. Huh? If we struggle in the area, he would help us out. But I'm dealing with the point of he wanted us to get in there. He, he'd be like, yeah, you got that part right, but get in there a little bit more. Meaning there, there's, there's some more you need to understand. And so I appreciate that. And even to this day, uh, he will tell us, you know, some things and he'll say, oh, just check that out. Get in there and look at that again. What is that saying? That's saying there's more room 
to get a better understanding and learn about these things and then come back and talk to them. Praise God. And so those are good things. Those are good qualities of a good leader. And he uh, is an, and my pastor is an excellent teacher. And so we thank God for him. And uh, we give God glory for that. But let's take a look here. We got to apply the Bible to our lives. We got to study and apply its truth to our lives. Otherwise, it don't even mean a hill of beans to know all these scriptures, quote all these scriptures, and not live none of them. Hmm? Life on earth is not a script. Hmm? Unless we act out the scriptures. Hmm? In 1 John 3, I mean in 3 John chapter 3, he said he had no greater joy when he saw his children walking in the truth. We must walk this out. We must live this out. Look at this. We got to decide whether or not, if we're going to be devoted, you have to make the decision whether or not if you're going to follow Jesus. And to follow Jesus, meaning we must follow the scripture in order to be a disciple. Hmm? We got to have the discipline of forgetting, the discipline of focus, and the discipline of following. All oh, glory be to God. Huh? And I can tell you, some of us, we didn't forgot our past. Some of us, we at the focus. But I can tell you in these last days, people are struggling with following. Uh, all over the land, people are struggling with the following. Jesus had followers. Oh, glory be to God. He had men that was following God. They were devoted to God. And we at a time now where don't nobody want to follow nobody. Praise God. Hmm? Everybody want to do their own thing. Praise the Lord. Hmm? Everybody want to get a church and they ain't got but one member. It's craziness. Hmm? When you could be over there helping your pastor uh, uh, with the work he working with. Oh, I got to get out of here. Ain't no sense of me starting no church. I ain't but me and my wife sitting up in there. It's crazy. I got to get out of here. <laughs> Let me go. Hmm? Ain't no sense of me starting no church. Ain't but me, my wife, and the Lord and the light bulbs in the building. That don't make no sense. Praise God. Hmm? But if God uh, called you to do a thing, he will make sure hmm, that uh, his truth is given to you that you can give it to others that they may be able to apply it all right uh let's take a look here he says study show yourself approved unto god workmen need not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth let's go over to the same book chapter three we're getting out of here now we're closing let's go to, let's go to luke chapter three we're talking about bible study as being a part of your devotion as i get ready to get out of here as we talk about the second root to discipleship Talking about spiritual growth was Monday. Today is Wednesday. We're talking about Bible study. Uh, the other's going to be uh, Friday. We're going to talk about prayer because we're going to be in prayer Friday. Worship and biblical stewardship. I kind of touched on stewardship a little bit earlier, so they're kind of intertwined. So maybe on Friday, I'll get to worship and stewardship together. But on on, on uh on Friday, we're going to talk about prayer, and maybe Monday, 
will get uh, worship and stewardship because it's taking a little longer because I got to spend more time with these. But I want to let you know the five roots that's under uh, bullet number two, devotion. It's going to be spiritual growth, which was Monday, uh, Wednesday, going to be Bible study. Uh, we may have to touch on prayer today and worship and biblical stewardship. OK, so we're going to talk about all of those, but let's stay right here. Let's go to Second Timothy 3 and 15. I just wanted to get that out before I uh, get out of here. Let's go to Second uh, Timothy uh, 3 and 14. Second Timothy 3 and 14. Please stay with me. Go here with me. He says, but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and has been assured of. How are you going to be assured if you don't go back and reference the scripture? Don't go on what I said. Go back and write these, write these scriptures down and go back and check them and reference them. Hmm? This is how you can continue in the things which you've learned and has been assured of. None of whom thou hast learned them. We have the apostles' teaching. When we say apostles' doctrine, we're talking about the apostles' teaching. There was 12 apostles, praise God, hmm, that Jesus had called. Hmm? And they taught uh, the church. There was no church before the book of Acts. Hmm? The church didn't start until the day of Pentecost. I know, I'm, I got to get out of here. But look, he says, but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. And from a child thou hast known the Holy Scriptures. He's talking to Timothy here. Hmm? He says, and from a child thou hast known the Holy Scriptures, which is able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. And he goes a step farther and say, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and it's profitable for teaching. Doctrine means teaching. Reproof for correction and instruction in righteousness. The pastor correct me in instruction and in righteousness so I don't have the scripture wrong and twist it. Oh, glory be to God. And then I go out of the church twisted like a pretzel and got everything twisted up. Hmm? I got the resurrection in the wrong place. I got the rapture in the wrong place. I got the end times in the wrong place. He corrected me so I can have instruction in righteousness. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? So I can have it like the apostles had it. Glory. Let's take a look. All scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for teaching, for doctrine, huh? for reproof, for correction and instruction in righteousness. Oh, glory be to God. Hymenaeus and Alexander said the resurrection had already passed and they had error. And they were telling other people that and causing other people to be deceived. And it wasn't in righteousness. But this is why all scripture is given. By the inspiration of God's prophet for doctrine, correction, reproof, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect and thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Hmm? This is not to, all oh, glory be to God. This is not to uh, mess us up. 
Hmm? But this is to instruct us. And the inspired word is trustworthy. And we should apply it to our lives. Why? Because Jesus taught the apostles. I'm going to Luke 24 in just a minute, but I want you to see something. Hmm? The Bible is our standard for testing everything. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? The Bible is our proof to test. It's our rule to test everything. It's our measuring stick. Huh? You don't cut a piece of wood if you're building a house. You don't cut a piece of wood and, 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 and oh, glory be to God, without measuring it first, and you measure it twice before you cut it. Study is the way we measure. Oh, glory be to God. I got to get out of here. Study is a spiritual measure we take to understand the scripture. Let me get out of here. I got to go. But look, it safeguards us against false teaching and our source of guidance of how we should live. Jesus says in Matthew 4, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. God wants to show us the true and the truth and equip us how to live for him. He cannot equip us how to live for him unless we study. So then faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. All oh, glory be to God. And the only way we can understand scripture is to compare scripture with scripture. Line upon line, precept on precept. Here a little and there a little. You'll see it in Isaiah. Look at this. We got to read it regularly. Have you read your Bible talking about devotion? Have you read your Bible this week? You've been too busy. Let's take a look. And you'll get, you'll discover, you can read that same scripture four or five times and God sometime will give you a deeper revelation. Hmm? God's truth will become uh, more uh, stirred and become more confident in your life and build your faith. Hmm? And we need to develop a reading plan. I know we got all these apps and stuff that wants to give us a reading plan, but you ought to let the Holy Ghost give you a reading plan. Hmm? I'm going to read my Bible every day. They sing a little song when we was in Sunday school. When they taught us in Sunday school, you read your Bible every day, you'll grow, grow, grow. Huh? If you read your Bible and pray every day, you'll grow, grow, grow. But if you don't do these things, you're going to shrink, shrink, shrink. Oh, anybody got any shrink wrap? When heat hit it, it shrinks. And this is what I'm trying to let you know. When the tests come and you ain't what you claim to be, you're going to shrink. Glory. I got to get out of here. I got to go. Uh, I got to get out of here. Uh, the word is not useful to us unless it's able to strengthen us in our faith and lead us to do good. The Bible says, as you therefore have opportunity, let us do good to all men, especially to those, to those that are the household of faith. How is it that you're going to treat me? Oh, glory be to God. Treat me wrong and treat the unsaved people right. We got to treat everybody right if we intend on being right. Let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? We got to love our enemies and do good to them that you spitefully use us. So we got to treat everybody right. 
but God is no respecter of person. Let's take a look. Uh, we got to study our Bible. We got to pray. Let's go to Luke 24. I want to show y'all something. We on our way out of here now because we over time. But we on our way out of here. I know sometimes I get off into this, but uh, we got to go now. we 10 minutes over, but we got to get out of here. Let's go to Luke 24. Luke 24 and 44. When Jesus appears to the disciples. And he said unto them, these are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you. That all things must be fulfilled, which was written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. Then open he their understanding. Bible study is to open your understanding. Then open he their understanding. Hmm? That they might understand the scriptures. And he said unto them, thus is it is written, and thus it behoove Christ to suffer and to, to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name. There's a name that's given. As it relates to salvation, what's his name? It ain't father. It ain't son. It ain't Holy Ghost, but it's Jesus. Jesus is a saving name. According to Acts 4 and 12. Look. Should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And you are witnesses of these things. The apostles were witnesses of the teachings of Christ. And when the church started in Acts on the day of Pentecost, when the church was all fully come, they were all in one place with one accord. And there came a sound. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. All glory be to God. How we all feel with the same thing got a different version of truth. Oh, I got to get out of here. You know, you, you know something wrong. All these apostles had the same, uh, even though they wrote, uh, oh, glory be to God, the synaptic writing, they all, uh, glory be to God, had the same concept mm, and principles that Jesus taught them. Mm? I got to get out of here. We got to let you go. But these are the faithful words of Elder Newsom. I'm going to stop right there and uh let it go but you can read the rest of it but he says i send the promise of my father upon you and tearing the city of jerusalem till you be in due with power from on high they waited till they got it hmm? i don't know about you all oh, glory be to god hmm? we can't be hey we can't have scripture in the wrong place otherwise we're gonna be too early and if we got scripture in the wrong place we can be too late hmm? but we need to know according to the word of God, and that knowing the time, now that is a high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believe. I'm letting you know Jesus is coming soon. I know exactly when he's coming. When he's coming? Soon. Oh, glory be to God. Huh? But the scripture said, no man know the day nor the hour. But I can tell you exactly when he's coming. Soon. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? No man know the day or the hour, but I can tell you he's coming soon. And so we need to prepare our hearts for Bible study. If we're going to be devoted and spiritual, we got to have spiritual growth, Bible study, and we must pray. He said, uh, Luke uh, 18 and 1, Jesus spoke a parable unto his end. He said, men ought to always pray and not to faint. And so if you ain't studying your Bible, you ain't praying, huh? 
and you coming in claiming to worship God, are you doing it in spirit and in truth? Mm? You ain't prayed at all. You ain't studied your Bible. You ain't spent no time with God. Mm? You ain't developed no habit. Your mind ain't even on God. How you going to serve God and your mind ain't even on it? Isaiah 26 and 3 says, I will keep thee in perfect peace. Whose mind has stayed on thee because he trusted in thee. I got to let you go. I hit these three. I hit spiritual growth. I hit Bible study. And I hit prayer. Matthew 6 and 33 says, seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Hmm? Are you seeking God? Because hmm? Isaiah 55, uh, uh, I think he says, seek the Lord while he may be found and call upon him while he near. Are you calling on God? Hmm? Sometimes we calling on the wrong people that ain't able to give us no help. And this is why we can still be in a bad backslidden condition because we calling the wrong people. Hmm? But if you call on Jesus, he will answer prayer. Jesus said, but thou, when thou prayest, you enter into your closet and you shut the door and you pray to the father, which is in secret, and he shall reward thee openly. You got to spend some time, some private time with the Lord Jesus Christ. Hmm? When have you, have you prayed lately? They have this commercial uh, that was back in the uh, early 80s and uh, I mean the late 80s and the early 90s. Yeah, it was the late 80s and the early 90s. And the commercial used to come on. It was a Ford commercial. And they said, have you driven a Ford lately? That was a commercial. And my, my, my point is the same thing. Have you prayed to the Lord lately? Glory. Hmm? These are the things we must examine. Have you prayed to the Lord lately? Hmm? Do we get up running or do we take time to pray and acknowledge God according to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6? Huh? These are things that we must do. I got, I got to let you go. But I just want to let you know, as we get out of here, I hit the first three. And so on Friday, we're going to hit uh, worship and biblical stewardship. All right. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to I had to hit these. So uh, I just kind of combined them so we wouldn't uh, have so much cover on Friday. So we're going to hit number four and five. So we hit uh, one, two and three. We hit spiritual growth, Bible study and prayer. We hit those today. And then on Friday, we're going to touch on worship and biblical stewardship. And so I know um, these series can be long, but I'm trying to uh, get all of these covered uh, before uh, before we get uh, out of this month. So I'm trying to at least cover uh, number two, the second root. But we ought to delight in the law of the Lord and we need to meditate hmm? day and night. Mm -hmm. We need to study God's word, study the scripture. The law deals with the Pentateuch. Mm -hmm. All glory be to God. It deals with the five books of Moses. That's what the law deals with. The prophets and other writings. And we must know the whole scope of God's word. Mm hmm that we'll have better resources huh, for our daily decisions. We're talking about daily bread. You need daily bread 
to make daily decisions. All glory be to God. Because if you're not making your decision based on the word of God, then you're making the decision on your own. But Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 tell us to trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thy own understanding. Devotion always includes God. All glory be to God. And if we acknowledge him, he will direct your path. And so these are the faithful words of your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV. We want to say God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. We love you with the love of the Lord. And until next time, God bless you in Jesus' name.